Welcome back to Street Theater here on World So Loud. I am your host, as always, Waylon Frederick, a.k.a. Vance McMahon, a.k.a. Homie, why'd you knock my drink over? I told y'all, can you hear it? You can hear the audio upgrade. I got a little bit of microphone action going on. A real microphone. I'm not talking into my phone anymore. But I got the biggest upgrade of all. I got a co-host here joined by none other than the sexy star. Welcome to the Street Theater, sexy star. Well, hello. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here. And hopefully you stick around because I can't talk all this nonsense by myself. I get depressed. I get sad real quick. And um, I end up PP in my diaper. And then <laughs> I end up boo-boo face. And I was doing it on my own time. And getting boo-boo face on my own time. Then I come back to my living environment. And um, yeah, boo-boo face. Not even with the smiley boo-boo face. All yeah. sad. And then I feel like uh, Jim Cornette or Vince Russo because what happened to my wrestling? <laughs> what happened to my wrestling, you know? What happened to the baby face fighting from underneath, you know? What about the heel getting the heat? What happened to my wrestling? With the boo-boo face, that's all gone. You uh, got to get that back, and that's why I'm here. Oh, so I gotta, oh there you go, there you go. We're going to make a, uh, a comeback here. I'm going to get that hot tag into the sexy star, and she's going to make a comeback. We got a lot to talk about today, so... We're going to go to Wrestling Inc. You know those guys. Wrestling Inc. Raj. Yeah, well, I've been with Wrestling Inc. since they were a forum. Just a forum. And Raj, he's kind of like Tony Khan. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, little big league. You know, this guy's got big britches and big ambition, but he's just big got... Big money. No, oh, I don't know. Raj, how much money you got? Can you cut me a check? <laughs> I want at least half of that. How many zeros can we get on this check? If you hired Nick Houseman, okay, Nick Houseman to do your writing, uh, it's a mess over there, but let's get into it. From Wrestling Inc., we're going to get into some headlines here, and everybody's been talking about this situation with the third-party suspensions. Ooh. Yeah, ooh, we're talking about income here. Talking about that money. Let's go back to um, October of last year, and that's when this first started. Um, the WWE became aware of some heavy hitters. We're talking about some heavy hitters up there on Twitch. AJ Styles. And I heard you're phenomenal. Oh, I am phenomenal. I heard you're yes. not quite AJ Styles. No, no, but, but I take a good after him, though. Yeah, yeah okay. So. See, you know what? Like, you've got some tattoos. Yes, I do. Yes, well, yes I, I do. I know I'm digressing here, but you've got some tattoos. And, and explain to me... What tattoos do you have? Well, I took from AJ Styles. I have my three kids. I have their They're birthdays because that just makes sense where? to have. Right on my rib cage. And like AJ Styles. Just like AJ Styles, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> it, w it made sense. Okay, now now this, this one goes out to the cult. And not yes. my cult. Not my cult, the Charles Manson cult, the Helter Skelter. Oh, dear God. We're talking about the cult of Cornette here. Is it true? Do you have... Thank you, fuck you, bye, written on your ribs? Yes, in cursive, perfect cursive. Thank you, fuck you, bye. Uh, yes, yes I do. Oh Tattooed, permanent, not going anywhere. Jim, <laughs> Jim, if you're out there, you've corrupted this young man's, young man, <laughs> it's ma'am. Oh, thanks, it's oh, wow. ma'am, I'm sorry, <laughs> wow. it's ma'am, Jim. Jim, you could have got this girl over to the hot tub party, if you know oh, what I'm dear saying. Oh, God, no. But no, no, she settled out of court for the thank you, you, goodbye tattoo. Oh, and I'm passing it along. I got other members who want to get something similar or exactly the same tattoo. Wait, 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 wait. You've got other cult members? Basically, yes, without them even knowing. Is this a cult or is this a coven? Uh, a cult and a coven are pretty the same. One you and got, the same. You got one main honcho and the other one's kind of falling in line. Huh, okay, the but, same. okay. So on that note, on that note right there, uh, the head honcho. <laughs> we're gonna speak about the head honcho here, Vince McMahon. Oh, See, I'm Vance McMahon, right? And and I'm just waiting my turn, but that little bastard Hornswoggle took my spot. <laughs> um, so you know, pal, we're talking about third parties here, AJ. Not quite you, not a sexy star, but phenomenal <laughs> in his own right. Yes. Was making a quite a handsome sum of cash there on that Twitch. And we're talking about playing Madden. Come on now. Really? 
Yeah. Oh wow! Just playing Madden. Okay, now look. Now, if when it comes to Madden, Doctor Stevie Richards should be making a killing on Twitch with his Madden skills. This guy's off the chain. Xavier don't want to see him. AJ don't want to see him. Kofi don't want to see him. No. Nobody wants to see Stevie. And I agree with you, Stevie. 2K. 2K. NFL 2K5. The last last great football game. <laughs> Anyways, um, they're making a killing out there on Twitch. And so back in October, they, they said that you no longer can have it under your, your professional wrestling name. You can take down your wrestling name off your Twitch account, put your real name up there, and still run game. That's the way I took it. But then they took over. They took over and closed the accounts. Which is real messed up, honestly. Okay. So that that's that's where they were at that point in time. So now we've got violations being handed out for monetizing your Twitter and your Instagram accounts by working with third parties. Violations. It's not... That doesn't even make any sense if it's yours. Like, how can you be violated for it? Okay, well, here's their, their here's their take on it. They're saying that on that platform, Instagram or Twitter, you're making money through a third party based off of your, your uh, 15 minutes of fame that you've garnered through the WWE. Yeah, basically. So who would you be without their their platform? No matter where you were at on Twitter, on Instagram, if you were shaking and baking on Twitch, if you were doing your thing on YouTube, whatever you were doing, you're a, you're you were visible and you were made valuable by your association with the WWE. Had you just been some jabroni off the street, <laughs> if you'd have been down in AEW, you wouldn't be making this mark. kind of cash. That's what they're saying. So by that, they're saying they deserve or should get half of your stuff or all of it? Well, the way I took it the first time around was that they were going to have this money that they had garnered off these third parties, and it would count against your downside. So if they told you that you would be making $150,000, then it would count against your downside. So let's say you're making $150,000, and you make $100,000 off your third party, then they only owe you $50,000. Only. <laughs> and that's just kind of strange within itself because that's not guaranteed. Yeah, no, it's not. That's like... not guaranteed. Their downside is guaranteed, and I'm guessing they're saying they're going to make up the difference, but now, and now, now the rules have changed. As always. As always, right? So the head honcho, Vince McMahon, <laughs> that's some good shit, pal. Now, you know what? I thought he was coming up with his own platform, Tout. That's what I thought, that they had bought up a startup and that they were going to do their own type of thing. So, you know, Cameo, Twitch, you can kiss my ass. Oh, yeah, because they were trying to get all over the Cameo. So they were saying that everybody backstage was down and out. Everybody's, like, upset. Urgh. And then we find out that there's violations to talents for tweets or Instagram posts that named any third-party business person brand or charity charity or really? charity well you know i guess nothing's free in this world so even if you're doing charity which is supposed to be free I, the I kindness guess. of your heart that's charity if i'm reading this correctly wwe is claiming ownership of talent twitter and instagram accounts via a clause in their contract that gives wwe the exclusive use of their likeness Wow. Now, was this clause in there originally when they first signed this contract, or is it just like updating your contract so you can get less out of your contract? In all honesty, I think it was always there. No one just read it? No one figured it out? No, I just didn't think they saw the umbrella effect. They didn't see the scope of it. They didn't really stop and think that, hey, like for instance, Paige. Paige is making a killing out there on Twitch. And who is Paige? I mean, okay, so her mother and her father were in the business in England, but... That's in English, and that's her mother and her father. That does not mean that's her. What has she done? Um, exactly. This this was supposed to be a PG podcast. It, it is it, I'm guessing, but you just <laughs> asked, what did Paige ever do for the wrestling business? And you know what? <laughs> I can tell you 
what Paige did for the wrestling business. Is it going to be PG? Well, <laughs> I might get kicked off the air. You know? You know what I'm saying? It may not be what's best for business. My own business. You Backstage know? business. Backstage business. Politics. You know yes. what I'm saying? I don't know what she did. I'm not saying that she made a tape with somebody. Did I say that? Somebody's. <clears throat> this is now PG thirteen. <laughs> yes, this is MA thirteen. We're, we're, we're upgrading. We just upgraded. We got the sound system. <laughs> yeah. We got the sexy star. And if that wasn't enough, we've got brand visibility. Yes. Right? Because you can get a hold of us at worldsoloud at gmail.com. <laughs> or you can hit us up at worldsoloud.podbean.com. Or you can hit me up on Instagram at Waylon underscore 559. Or you can hit me up on Twitter at Waylon underscore 559. And then you can check me out on YouTube at worldsoloud or Waylon Frederick. Just everywhere. And you can get a hold of Sexy Star. But um, I guess you're going to have to hit me up. Yeah. Because you can't hit her up. I'm sorry. No. She's exclusive. Like one of those holofoil cards that we used to get back <laughs> in the day in the in the footballs and the, especially the comic book trading cards. Dude, I got the hologram. Yeah, you only get one of those. That, one. That's what I'm saying. And and here's the deal. Now that I'm talking about it, and now that I've got a female here on a podcast about professional wrestling and we're locked in the basement, can you believe that? Yeah. We're locked in a basement right now. If there was video, you guys would see this. In a basement. And it's my basement. It's your basement. Exactly. It's not my mother's basement. Nope. It's our very own basement. Yeah, right? We pay for this basement. But we had to do it down in the basement just to prove to everybody that we are true wrestling fans. <laughs> what are you laughing at? That wasn't a joke. That was the truth. Oh, no, it was the truth, but it's still hilarious. Oh, <laughs> okay, well, you want to know something that's hilarious? Yes. Now that I've got a female here, now that we're talking about third parties... Let's get down to the root of this problem. Lana is the root of this problem because she broke the internet. Oh my God. I, that's worse than the page question. <laughs> I just hang like, on. I... This is what I'm saying how she broke the internet. She broke the internet for the WWE superstars and their little third parties. And she says she didn't. She said what? she wasn't the straw that broke the camel's back. But I remember this all came up when she made a commercial for the Energy Drink Bang, which I believe there's a couple cans over here. A couple? But I don't get paid $50,000 for drinking a mango bango. And apparently, she does. $50,000. This lady made over a half a million dollars on her third-party sponsors. Well, that's why they want to take it away. She's she No, she did break that. It's broke. She That was her. That she girl's making a killing. That. And supposedly, supposedly, I don't know, she's not even making as much as Paige was. And that's why she was trying to throw it off. They said, well, she's throwing it off on AJ. Maybe. Maybe she was throwing it off on Paige. I'm sorry. AJ, phenomenal and all. You can't stand against Paige or freaking Lana. And that's just that. Uh-huh. No matter how many video games you play. You know yeah, no. <laughs> and I don't know if it was. There's a couple jokes out there about an OnlyFans. Oh. But I don't know how much money that's pulling in, Sonny. <clears throat> <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> Woo! You know, she put on some pounds. Some she, pounds? Uh, not as bad as Jillian Hall, but they were saying they're. I don't hey, know if it's a kayfabe Jillian, or not. If she had a baby, then she, I. She then looks, girl, I'm she so looks sorry about your waistline. But if you hadn't <laughs> had a girl then or a, a baby of some sort, a boy, a girl, or in transition, whatever this thing is, you <laughs> have to hit the treadmill, girl. I'm telling you. you if she can't... recently had a baby, she can't be hitting no treadmill. She, she, she took the danger of even running down there. With she, more power to you. She hit the ring like she was ODB. She was ODB. She it, was ready to mop up some some fine ladies, she some wasn't, fine adults. She wasn't ready. She brought that fire. <laughs> yeah. And I'm telling you, she brought that fat file. Oh, that's so bad. She was all over it. She was flinging the ladies out left and right. Just Even the boogeyman them. wouldn't have came back out to eat nothing off the side of her face, no matter how much they paid him. Oh, dear. I don't know. She'd I mean, have ate it off the side of her own face. That's so terrible. I'm that telling is just you, terrible. I'm telling you because... The only thing she needs to work on is that singing. Because, like... <laughs> Come on and love me. Oh, oh, no. So oh. Paul Stanley would cry. He'd be in pain. Oh, like, man. No. So, you know what? I, I digress. I took us a little bit off track. I'm sorry, but when we were speaking about big girls and we were speaking <laughs> about Lana and this third party, 
and we're speaking about breaking the internet, if you will. Oh, here it comes. You know it's coming. Oh, here it comes. You know it's coming. The big girl, if you will, broke her ass in public, and she screamed my hole. And I don't know if it was the front and the back or the back and the front all in one. She I don't already know. said my butt first, so that kind of implies. My butt and my hole. Like, it could have been the same thing, the butt hole, or it could have been the butt and the hole. Let me ask oh. you a question. If you had missed a leg drop. Yes. And taking the bump on the apron, which they say is the hardest part of the ring. Don't forget. We've seen people get bumped on there, their uh, back, their neck, their shoulders. It's like, we've yes. seen Shotzi Blackheart and Dakota Kai, I believe yes. it was. I don't know if I'm having a CTE moment again. Oh, God. I'm getting dizzy. Deja vu. You drink some water. Drink some water. Eat some peanut butter. <laughs> now, we've seen people, but we haven't seen people break it. No, no we, we haven't. We haven't seen people break their ass. No one's ever screamed out their hole, ever. Now, she put Lana through tables and tables and tables. If I'm not mistaken, nine? Something, nine or ten? Something like that. You know, there was It was a big number. Yeah. But then she finally gets her comeuppance, and this big girl screams, my hole, <laughs> and breaks everything. And nobody cares about Lana. Nobody cares that she finally put that big girl through the table. This big girl's going to come after me. She hears that's kind about. of that's kind of the the message right there, Lana. She won matches just standing there clapping. Like, oh, you're talking about Survivor Series now? Yes. Okay. Like the, you didn't even do anything. Sadly, you got bullied, which is not okay in any shape or form. The big girl. It doesn't matter who you are. You shouldn't be bullying somebody. But you just stood there and you won. And people are supposed to care. You didn't do anything. Well. In my opinion, I hate to break it down and get sentimental like this oh God. And, and slow down the flow, but God. the buffet, <laughs> I don't know how the catering works during these times backstage, but I think the buffet isn't quite what it used to be. And she knows that if anybody can skip a meal, <laughs> it could be Lana. Oh my God. Because look at her. She don't need to eat. And if she does eat, she probably ends up throwing it back up. So you know what? I'm hitting all, I'm offending everybody. Apparently. I have had a heel turn right now because I can't believe this girl broke her ass on the side of the ring apron. And no, got not down. just broke her ass. She announced it to everybody. That like, was, now, did she, now, that's what I'm asking you. Do you think she really broke her ass or did she just do that to steal the thunder from this girl? I think, honestly, that she stunned it a little bit, like tweaked it. Like, that's got to hurt, yes. And if you fall the wrong way, which when you're that big... I'm pretty sure you can't exactly fall the exact way you're supposed to because stuff wiggles. So, like, she probably hurt herself. Now, screaming and being dramatic about it, that may be to take away whatever freaking Lana had going for her, which wasn't much. You know, it reminded everybody of the My Vag spot. Oh, my God. Shelly Martinez, I had never showed you this, so you're not familiar with this other than just me telling you about it, but she screamed My Vag, Reba, the nurse, the sidekick of Dr. Britt Baker, grabbed the front door and went with the wedgie. Oh, oh, that's, oh, no. Oh, no, no. And it no. was, you keep on knocking, but you can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she fell out. My badge. Yeah, there's no need to say that, though. You can be in pain. You can be hurt, but you don't need to scream it out. Especially if you know you're near hard camera. That Now, that is true. That is true. Did they know where it is? That is true. But, you know, especially right now with the the Thunderdome. Oh, God. <laughs> exactly. You know, we can hear dialogue. Now, back in the day, Vince McMahon was in a, um, a documentary. This was back during the Attitude Era. It was called Beyond the Mat. And they talked to him about wrestling and the presentation and the sports entertainment and above and beyond, et cetera. But he said, we make movies, pal. <laughs> and with this, this whole... Nonsense of the Thunderdome and everything, you know, The Undertaker versus AJ Styles, I give that a slide, being a cinematic match. But that right now, the dialogue inside the ring, I'm the tribal chief. Yeah, like... Uh, I'm the head of the table. I don't know, I think Nia Jax is the head of the table. We can't <laughs> have competition on that one. She's, like, she's the head of the buffet table. <laughs> she's the tribal chief, all right. You know what I'm saying? Now, that the, but the dialogue, Going back and forth is just nonsense in the match. Get up, Kevin Owens. I'm showing you some sort of mercy, Kevin Owens. Talk to me, Jey Uso. Oh, God. Run that back. This is a battle rap track. <laughs> exactly. We keep these Romans stacked. 
Okay, he's never been known for doing promos though, like just standing there and putting his fist up. Like, well, this is some mafia level stuff. You know what I mean? Alphabet mafia oh. with his ties to the Rock. So, oh God, this is the what Rock's they're not even for. in the mafia, and he can make a better promo. Apparently, you don't know what kind of mafia I'm talking about. No, I, I uh, do, but this is PG thirteen mafia. PG thirteen. Okay, I'll keep it. Keep it on the low, okay, Rocky. I see you, homeboy. <laughs> but I'll keep it on the low, okay. I don't want to get kicked off before I get kicked on. You know exactly. what I mean? This is my first appearance. Don't get us kicked off. Oh, I understand. I understand. So moving along, we'll just leave it at that. Third parties, crazy, just nonsense. How do you feel about Sammy Guevara? <laughs> PG-13, right? No, Ooh. you know what? For this one, we're going to go all the way. All the effing way. All the all the fucking way. All we're, fucking. I'm getting we're taking it, it. How do you feel about Sammy Guevara? Honestly, I hope Sammy Guevara freaking trips on the sidewalk and busts his face the fuck open. I'm sorry. I understand you said some stuff when you were younger and freaking you didn't mean Whoa, it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Slow down. Cut. Timeout. Cut. Timeout. Oh, yeah. Timeout. I'm talking about Sammy Guevara quitting the inner circle. What the hell are you talking Nobody about? Nobody cares about him quitting the inner circle. That is the best thing the inner circle could possibly ever do or ever have happened to them other than MJF joining with Warlow. That is the best thing. He needs to go. We're done. So are you, you said he said some things? Oh, he said some things. He said some things? Yes, he said some very inappropriate things. Are you talking about the comments that he made? Towards Sasha Banks. Yes, yes, and yes. Oh Daniel Bryan, yes, that all the way through. Oh, he said he was going to use the R word, but he said the hard R. You know what I mean? Yeah, he said the, he all capitals. To, like, oh my goodness, R A P E. Yeah, no, that's not acceptable. Not in any shape or form. Even in your brain, you shouldn't be thinking it. But everyone has free will and free thought in their brain. But to bring that out, that's not okay. That's just not. So. I don't know if you've heard or not, but Sammy Guevara almost killed Matt Hardy <laughs> a couple times. <laughs> and if he didn't, he was standing right there when Matt Hardy accidentally killed himself almost. And, you know, you take that into consideration that he's kind of reckless or was involved in some reckless spots. And then he gets involved in a situation with Impact Wrestling. See, I don't know if you know anything about this. He was supposed to make an appearance on Impact Wrestling and do oh, something that really? he did. Yes, and he didn't quite approve of this. He's protecting his stuff. Hmm. He's the great Sammy Guevara. He's a Spanish very god. <laughs> Imposter god, you mean? He's a false Latino. There we go. Isn't yes, that, false Latino. Isn't that what Matt Hardy said? You're a false Latino. I agree 100% with you, Matt Hardy. If you hear this anywhere... 100%. False uh -huh. Latino. A false Latino. Well, you know what? Regardless of whether he's a Spanish god or a false Latino, he was not happy with what Impact Wrestling wanted him to do, and he said, nope, not going to do it. What did they want him to do? I don't know. We oh. we all don't know what he wanted, what they wanted him to do, but he pulled rank on those guys, and he was like, you know what? I'm a big league you on that one, and I'll take a pass because I'm going to protect my stuff. You've already ruined your stuff, and now you basically you're getting kicked out. I don't care if you think you're leaving. You're getting kicked out of the inner circle. Now, I don't know if they hot-shotted this or rushed it or not, because from the beginning of um, MJF showing up to the inner circle, they've been pushing this dissension between Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. And let's just be real. At this point in time, getting as far away from Chris Jericho <laughs> is the best thing that anybody could do, because this guy is just hot garbage yes sadly i feel bad for mjf because he is like hip to hip with them now Grand and granted got rid of sammy so that's a good thing but it's just going down with jericho like well no it's not going down his weight's going up <laughs> his stock is he rising had one, he had one tweet that he was actually getting in shape i don't know what happened we actually seen a few abs in there okay there's a couple apps not abs. There's a couple apps that you can download, you know, and you can do things. You know, you can make yourself look a little bit, you know, uh, take the picture, click, uh, you know, and then you can airbrush or paint or, you know, he's got minions. Filters? Basically. Filters. There you go. He's got filters, you know, and he's going to make himself look like the champion. They why not do that all the time? 
Because he can't hold his breath forever. No, I mean, the filters part. That would at least, like... Because you can't film a wrestling match with filters <laughs> on it. They're going to want to know why everything's Snapchat. They're like, oh, come on, Jericho. You got the wrong filter on, buddy. Now you look like a clown. You're an ass clown. See, that would be hilarious. I, I can see that. Stand up and shout. Oh, dear God. <laughs> but don't shout too much because your chin, your double chins, might vibrate <laughs> and your vibrato will be thrown off. And your soprano will not be so much soprano. You'll be singing like Elvis Presley. Which, I mean, he should probably cover an Elvis Presley song. We're talking about Fat Elvis from Las Vegas, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to be able to gyrate anything of any kind of hips. <laughs> <laughs> not but not maybe breaking a hip. Like. Okay, but see, what you don't understand about Chris Jericho is he has a strict program to keep his hips and his pelvis area in place. And it's called getting in the hot tub with oh, your tight-ass oh leather pants Oh, my God, don't on. even get me started. Do, who in their right goddamn mind gets into any kind of tub, let alone hot tub, with leather pants? Have they not watched the episode with Ross and Friends? Like, all he needed to do was throw baby powder on there, and that's just a disaster waiting to happen. I'm surprised he could move at all with that. I, I, don't, I don't understand that. Like, no. It was the power of the Vanguard 1. Oh my God! The Vanguard one saved him. Oh, because he was chasing him. Well, he's basically saran wrapped at that point. <laughs> is what I'm thinking, right? So, before he commenced to his doom, exactly. Vanguard <laughs> ushered him to safety. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he beat Vanguard to death with that baseball bat eventually. Which is so sad. Vanguard Van- was right. Dumpster garbage. Or dumpster, dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. Yes, because that's where those pants should have went. Yes. And that. What is up with that freaking like bandit scarf he's always wearing? Is he in a western? Is that's he called going, a gator. I, I thought it was called an ascot. <laughs> okay. Well, he did wear an ascot at one point in time. But they were trying to sell those neck gator things during the beginning of the the thing that happened in the one year and yeah. then you know cover your face up just yeah. in case yeah you cough you know <laughs> I'm over here throwing baseball signs to you baseball signals I'm over here throwing them like crazy I'm telling you cut cut edit cut new it is all new you know uh, no that's okay but we got to get that brian last thing down where i where i pound on the table <laughs> jim jim you're going crazy don't talk about those types of people like that oh no then speaking of the you know what i i want to know how do you feel about gabby tuft no the former gabe tuft tyler rex first of all first and foremost more power to you. More power to and, who? Uh, to Gabby. Or to I, anybody. To anybody. Okay. If, if you feel comfortable in changing your body that kind of way, then do it. Then be comfortable. There's no reason why you should be uncomfortable in your own skin at all. No matter what anybody says, you should be comfortable in it. Now, I don't understand exactly what happened to cause this. I know that at one point, is it Gabe? Gabe, yes. Gabe, Gabe was ripped and was in the WWE and everything wasn't going well and then decided on becoming Gabby. Mm-hmm. I know there's a story to that. I'm sure no one's really going to get the inside story to it, but there has to be something more if you be, could go from one extreme to a completely different extreme. You know, and not only that, he has support from his wife and he's still a straight I, now, see, I don't know the pronouns. I don't know if he goes by he, him, her, she, or shim, or <laughs> shalom, or, <laughs> you know, Todd, Kyle, Nancy, Karen. Karen. I, I, I'm not sure who he approaches me as when he wants to speak to my manager, but I'm sure he does present himself as Gabby full time now. And I'm not sure how that works being a straight if you are a female or identify as a female and you're into females that automatically makes you a lesbian now what you want to add on top of that on if you want to do more if you still swing the other way or if you decide to swing every way then okay but for basics if you're a female who are into females that makes you a lesbian so if i identify as a woman 
We got big problems. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> no, but keep I'm, going. But I'm, <laughs> but I'm not into men. I'm still straight, and I'm pre-op, so I still have my member. You're still lesbian. Does that no? But does that make me just a cross-dresser? Honestly, I, yes. But I mean, to everybody, they don't see it like that. But in my eyes, personally, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who agree with me. Yes, that makes you a cross-dresser. And honestly, and I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, but I'm going to say it until you actually have a menstrual cycle where you actually bleed naturally. I can't see you as a female on my level. Can you push out kids? Are you going to go through menopause? I highly doubt that. Well, on that note, we have seahorse on our team. <laughs> and they and more power to him. Represent because that. Oh, no. Oh, that's some craziness right there. I can't even compete with that. Seahorses beat me. Male seahorses, I'll beat me hands down. Let's see, so that's the only thing we've got. And Gabby, more power to you, brother. But I, I, I'm confused. Now, I just, I don't understand. But I, I feel that there's probably a lot of people in his situation that don't have the support that he has. And that's really sad because that's in something like that, you need that support. Whether it's from family, from friends, from just a stranger on the street, you need that support. Because I, I can't imagine. There's times I wake up and I'm like, being a female sucks. Like, the, what the? I know I'm done. I don't want to do it. I really don't want to do it. So I can't imagine being trapped in my own body wanting to be somebody else. Or feeling like I should have been somebody else. Like, you need that support. Which, I'm good. more power to his wife. Like, I don't know how you do it. I really don't. But you was a strong, strong, strong woman. That... You know, and that's a touchy subject because I feel the same way as you. I mean, if he's trapped or he can't express himself, then he has to do what he has to do. And if putting on a wig, dressing, um, you know, provocatively as a female and recognizing himself as Gabby gets him through what he's going through, then we, we all have to support him. We all have to support everybody in that situation. Exactly. Exactly. We don't know what it's like to be in their body. We don't know what it's like to walk in their shoes. Only they do. That's just crazy. And 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 I apologize to anybody out there that's offended by anything I said because I'm just I'm I'm learning. I'm being educated by the people going through this. This is a novel idea in my opinion. We don't know everything about it because I truly believe that if you're going through a situation like that and you don't have the support system, you can end up having that turn into a demon. Yeah. And that thing will haunt you and it could eat you alive. And that's just way too serious for a wrestling podcast. <laughs> that's a different podcast. Because then we, we break out into something as stupid as Orange Cassidy. Okay, okay, okay. No. No. What do you mean no? No. What do you mean no? We break There's nothing stupid about Orange Cassidy. Not a damn thing. He wrestles with his fucking hands in his pockets. He's relaxed. He's comfortable in his own skin. Do you know that Gabby Tuff would kick that little fucker's ass? I could kick that little fucker's ass. That's not the point. <laughs> the point is that he's comfortable in his own skin. He is freaking happy with what he's doing. And he could take a bump like nobody's business. He can't even hit the ropes right. Are you kidding me? Yes, he can. When he comes up and gives that orange punch, he hits the ropes perfectly. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'll give you this. When he was in the colony in Chikara and he was the little fire ant, <laughs> I liked him. But then you got to think that Drew Gulak was in there too. There was a couple other guys in there that we could point out part of that colony. But that was the gimmick that I liked. When he comes out and he thinks he's the Fonz and he's got his <laughs> little fucking fat thumb up there, what's he going to do? Kick the jukebox and get a free tune? Probably. Probably get two of them. No. Yep. And a mimosa while you're at it. <sighs> Gabby, <laughs> if you're listening out there, come kick this little fucker's ass. Oh, no, no, no. You Start already, off. You already know that he has it coming for turning off somebody's game. Orange Cassidy for turning off Miro's game? Yes. Or fucking up his little game oh, on, on oh. Twitch? Mm. Mm, I'm, I'm sorry, Orange Cassidy. I love you. I do. But that is just a no, no. Oh, you don't do that. And no. see, and, and that's the thing. You got guys like Jim Cornette or Vince Russo. We love those guys. Love them. We're, we're kind of the opposite like that. Yin and yang. I'm yes. kind of like Russo, bro. 
We already know. I got the tattoo. Like, yeah. And I don't give a fuck. And that's that's plain and painfully apparent, <laughs> you know, bro. But when it comes to the end of the day, bro, <laughs> crash television, television, bro, there's no fucking place for a guy like Orange Cassidy. Yes, there is in a trunk and a wedding cape. No, you know, in a trunk going off the side of a cliff. Oh, no, that's just a no. And, and or maybe they should put Orange Cassidy in the body bag instead of Darby all in and then put yeah, I like that. I like that shit right there. The yes. Pope is a Darby all in. You know what I mean? So you get Darby Allen out of that that body bag and you stuff Orange Cassidy's ass in there and you send him. Right. Yeah. He'll just come back with his thumbs up because he's cool like that. Nothing's going to stress him out. Lone wolf. Live alone. Die alone. Yep. Except he needs the best friends. He no, he does not need the best friends. The best friends need him. What? Let's get this right. What? Yes. The best friends are fighting too much within themselves and everyone else. They need him to come and settle all of their freaking business and get everything straight so they can become best friends again. And sorry that means that freaking Miro is gonna have to go somewhere else. Okay, look, can I ask you a question? Is Orange Cassidy stoned? I'm going to say yes, and that's a good thing. Because I've seen him, especially if you go to his indie wrestling before AEW, I've seen this guy eat a sandwich in the ring out of a sandwich, <laughs> uh, out of them little pla plastic bags, you know, Those sandwich bags. <laughs> and I've seen him fall asleep in a match in his PJs. Okay, the crowd and everybody rocked him to sleep. The, it depends on who was in the match. Were they boring? No, the guy told the crowd to hush. And he rocked Orange Cassidy to sleep. Maybe he was tired. Maybe he had a long night. Are you saying he's a party animal? I'm saying he probably took a, a good beating from whoever was with the last match he was in, and he was tired. Okay, this has turned into an episode of Being the Elite. Because <laughs> there's just way too much thought going into this that nobody else gets to see. And see, that's the thing. Orange Cassidy doesn't need to put thought into it. He just comes out. Normal himself. Just relax. Cool to go. I mean, if you piss him off, then yeah, you're going to get messed up. And then he's going to go back to where he doesn't even sweat him. I like that, honestly. I like that mentality. <laughs> Life sucks. <laughs> you might as well go through it like, yeah. Okay. Well, since we're on the topic of AEW and mentality, what's the mentality of Tony Khan? <laughs> what's going on there? A child living his like Disney dream. I want to say make a wish dream, but that sounds so messed up. Oh, <laughs> man, make a wish. Speaking of make a wish, the undertaker said that he would have loved to do more make a wish little charity events. Really? But the nature of the character did not allow that. Well, yeah, you don't really want the undertaker coming to your bedside. As you know, you only got like a day or two or weeks to live. Like, and I'm sure the parents would be like, no, we're trying to bring up spirits, not, scare the children like but okay but if your child says mama i'm gonna pass in a couple days and the wwe's in town and they said that i'm up i'm in the thunderdome <laughs> and i want to i want to meet the undertaker i want him to tell me to rest in peace do you as a parent allow the child to be told rest in peace by paul bear and the undertaker okay why does paul bear gotta be there that's just creepy well, the I undertaker just, yes oh, yeah. Oh no, that that would scary. No, no. No, what's scary is if he shows up with brother love. Oh, oh dear God. That's that's just my opinion. No, you know no. I mean? Bring the Undertaker in, and yeah, no, for my kid in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. See, I I would not care. So it, it, you can't say that you know it would be bad to have him coming in there and you know scaring the kid. Now, if the kid wanted to let's say meet um, John Cena, and then the Undertaker shows up, that's just messed up. That's, that's 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 harsh, but that that would be wrong. If the kid asks for it, you know, I I would have to. I wouldn't be able to say no. I'd be like Vince McMahon. You can take whatever the hell you want. I ain't got everything in the world, but freaking here, it's yours. Get the Undertaker's butt down here to tell my kid, my dying child, rest in peace. Yes, that's just crazy. Now, what if your child? Let's put it in the past. We're going into the past. What if your child asked for Chris Benoit? Then yes. Right off that bit. Sadly, at that point, it, did, it would not matter who my child asked for, unless it's maybe like The Fiend or someone that's just, no. But See, I'm over here, I'm digging. I'm over here digging. <laughs> I brought up the man who shall not be named. 
Which I don't understand that. Like, yes, he did a horrific act. I understand. There's so many freaking avenues you can go down on what happened and what didn't happen and what he did and what he didn't do and behind the scenes. Honestly, nobody's going to know except for those three people who freaking are gone now. Doesn't mean they should be erased from any type of freaking history, let alone wrestling history, because he did so much for the freaking wrestling. Like, I don't understand how you just erase somebody. There's a lot of people out there, wink, wink, who have been freaking erased, but I don't understand that. I really don't. I can think of somebody who should be erased. Who should be erased? Who should be erased <laughs> out of all the, the memories. Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Ah, yeah, mm-hmm. The Superfly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The Coconut. He, he got the coconut. Right. You know why he got the coconut? Because he put the coconut, his old headbutt, on that girl that he was messing around with. Exactly. And we're not talking about the Iron Sheik short clothesline. We're talking <laughs> about he gave her the big one. She ended up dying. Yeah, That's the no. original money in the bank right there, briefcase. That's what I'm getting. He's not a race? No, he's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, boy. Just, no. Mm-mm. I don't even understand that. You see what I'm saying? He's in the Hall of Fame, but... Benoit can't even be named. He can't say his name. Well, I just said his name. Chris Benoit, the Crippler. Yep. The Canadian Wolverine. I said it. Toothless and all. Toothless. Hey, come on now. <laughs> Toothless and all. That's just. Hey. That's bad. That Really? Compared to everything else, that's bad? His name's still getting put out there. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. You know, this. this I'm, see, I'm just taking this show down the gutter. I'm just going down. <laughs> All these avenues that are going to get us kicked off. The FCC is going to come out and say, you're going to need a license for this show, guys. This is MA-18. This oh, is, my God. Exactly. Mature audiences Mature only. Mature audiences only because you're talking about a guy that's going to get you erased. Speaking of being erased, the WWE Network's about to be erased. Oh, I know. Elimination Chamber was tonight. I believe that was the pay-per-view. And that marks the end of the WWE Network. From now on, you gotta load up that cock, baby. You gotta jump on that peacock. You gotta ride that baby on out. Ride that peacock. A billion dollars. What in the holy hell? A billion dollars. That's what NBC Universal forked over because they're restructuring. Billion dollars. See, now this is where everything gets crazy because they shut down the sports network, NBC SN, and. With that comes a whole bunch of restructuring of all their programs. They got the NHL. They've got all that other stuff that they were piping into that. And now they bought out the content for the network. And I'm sure that's to beef up Peacock. But at the same time, is there a change coming up for Raw? Ooh. Can they say? It, but... Can they say the longest episodic program? Hey, you're on, you're on Peacock now. That could be horribly bad. That could really like downfall because not everyone's just gonna freaking log up on the freaking peacock. That's not gonna work like that. Horribly bad. Now let's talk about horribly bad. Okay. That the product. The WWE product. You mean horribly the, bad. My sleeping pill at nighttime. What helps me take a good night? Monday <laughs> night geritol. That's what we're talking about. So speaking of the elimination chamber, I got some results here. And uh, where would you like to start? Anywhere. It's all going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with the kickoff show. Uh, there was a four-way match to determine a spot in the three-way match. So just bringing it down. Four, start with four. Go to bringing three, it down. Go to two. One. Mm-hmm. For a spot in the WWE United States title. Triple threat, right? So you got Mustafa Ali. A little bit of retribution back. there. Elias doesn't know how to play guitar anymore. <laughs> Ricochet, His arms are too big. All right. Ricochet and John Morrison. And as we all know, <laughs> old Starship Payne pulled through again, old Johnny Nitro. Of course he did. Johnny Mundo. He can, I'm sorry, he can out freaking wrestle, parkour, all of them. Maybe not Ricochet, but Ricochet just kind of fell off a little bit. He rolled up old uh, Mustafa Ali, got that victory, sent himself to that triple threat match. Technically, wouldn't he be the smallest one in that match? Mustafa Ali? Yeah. 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 He's a little bit smaller than Ricochet, in my yeah. opinion. And Johnny Johnny uh, Mundo Nitro, he's, uh, I guess, bigger. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he is. Maybe it's his pants. Okay, well, after he gets a couple blue chew in him, he's oh definitely a lot bigger than everybody, including everybody's Elias. Just running. Okay. They, just, they just rolled over. Okay. Like, no, just let him pin you. 
He gets his blue pill or his blue chew, man. He's <laughs> on it. I'm telling you, he's on it. So let's go on from there to the, um, I'm just going to pick these randomly. I don't know if they happen in this order. Universal title match. Now let's start with the, the, the cage match first, the elimination chamber match. I'm jumping too far ahead here. I'm having a, uh, a hard time here with this wrestling ink. They want to just show me ads and tell me about Matt Morgan. No, did really? Yeah, Matt Morgan. Who? <laughs> Impact. Oh, I know who he is. The elevator, the big guy. No. No. Renee ain't that big. Damn. So, <laughs> Bad Bunny. Oh, dear God. Are we talking about Bad Bunny? Oh, dear. Are, are we talking about Bad Bunny? No, he looked like a child. He looked like a kindergarten trying to freaking mumble rap. And I don't even know what he was saying. The beat was cool. Yeah, that was great. But what? And then he just kept jumping around in a circle around freaking Booker T. Booker T's down for that kind of shit. Spin a Rooney. Oh spin a Rooney around me. He couldn't spin a Rooney in that vest he was wearing if he tried. Man, suckers just got to know. <laughs> I'm going to send Stevie Ray out. To get that little fruit booty bad bunny. Exactly. Lay the slapjack on that sucker. Exactly. It's the 101st in Harlem. Somebody needs you. Somebody's got to take him down there. Okay, so I'm, I'm back on now. I'm online. My yes. brain's working. Okay, so we got the number one contenders elimination chamber match. Kevin Owens versus Jay Uso versus Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn versus Cesaro versus King Baron Corbin. Why is he still there? King Baron Corbin or it Cesaro? No, I can understand why Cesaro still Why there. is Cesaro there? Because he can spin people around and actually has real muscle. You could spin people around and have real muscle, too. Okay, then I should have his job. But still, I don't understand why King Will Corbett's there. Why the heck is he still the king? Like, nobody can dethrone him. Like, did they take that match completely off of the schedule altogether all year round? Well, like, because he's from Game of Thrones. Okay, Game of Thrones. No. The Wolves. The dire wolves would eat him in a heartbeat. Ember Moon? Your, your friend, Ember Moon? <laughs> your compadre? Don't, don't make me put a freaking assista on blast. Because, no, that is just ridiculous. Girl, Blaster. You, you need to go back to freaking creative and exactly tell them that that is not okay. I understand colorful hair. You want to be mysterious and with the moon and with the sun and the werewolves. But sadly, you look like a joke and I'm embarrassed for you. And I am really, really sorry. I think you could do a whole lot more. And I would like to actually put out there that you should try a good workout plan. I would recommend Hannah, Hannah Miley. That's just me, though. Shout out to you, Hannah. Yes, that's how I feel about her. You can use the code Stevie5 at checkout <laughs> with Stevie Rich's Fitness. Shout out to you too, Stevie. <laughs> you know, I can't believe that we're making fun of Ember Moon because Nia Jax is in the house. But at the same time, <laughs> girl, Ember Moon has been stopped and started and stopped and started and stopped and started and stopped and started and stopped and stopped and stopped and stopped fucking rotten. Like horribly. When she first started, I did not like her character. I didn't, but she was least in shape. She was at least, I thought, was going to go somewhere, and then I don't even know what happened. She, like, just disappeared, came back as something completely different, which was 10 times worse than what she originally started with, and yet she put on some pounds. Well, here's the deal. She's gotten injured so many times. Oh, is that what it is? It's, the, it's that. She tries to get her shit in. She's just trying to get over on every fucking person. Well, she first of all, you with. need to actually train and not get injured. That's going to help you get over no matter what. Okay, but check this out. That match we were talking about. Talking about getting injured and still getting over. Daniel Bryan picked up the win. Daniel Bryan is like a freak of nature. And that is in the best way. He is literally the 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 goat, the kick, whatever. He is he's the freak of nature. He's gone through so much already and is still going. And everyone is still behind him. Well, the head of the table, the tribal chief, came out right after that match was over. Which he should have known. And he said, You want that match? You got that match. I would assume they would have gave him like a break, like a, a second, been like, okay, get to breathe, no. go go to the bathroom, you know, get something to drink, you know, no. freaking sit down at ninth announcer table, do, no. Do, do, no, no, that's not how that works. No, he came out and he got beat. Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Roman came out yeah. and Daniel got beat, which we knew what was gonna happen. Choked which, out. I, I was I was hoping that Corbett would win. So freaking Roman Reigns could come and beat him and choke him out. But that's just me. That's just my opinion. 
Well, there's a bigger work here because after Roman defeats Daniel Bryan, Edge comes out, the ultimate opportunist. That's Edge. To remind the universe, the WWE universe, that he won the Royal Rumble and that he's going to WrestleMania. Which you did call because I, I didn't see that happening. I did not he see that He comes out number one. He's going to win. We all knew that. Not just that. I thought, honestly, that freaking that Randy Orton had left, that he was actually injured, oh, that come he on. wasn't coming back. We knew he was coming back. I didn't. You I didn't. thought he was actually hurt. I knew he was coming back. You did. You said it the whole time. The whole time, he's coming back. I was still shocked at the end. Like, and then he just went right over. Like, RKO out of nowhere. Oh, my God. Oh, this is horrible. Absolutely horrible. Well, Edge came out and speared Roman Reigns and did the classic vintage Pointing I was just about to, at the yeah, WrestleMania just, sign, and we all know what that means. He's getting beat at WrestleMania. Oh, shit. <laughs> is that what that means? <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm getting my ass kicked, right there. Right there at WrestleMania. That day. <laughs> but let's put it this way. Edge entered the Royal Rumble number one, won the Royal Rumble, has come out and declared himself competing for the SmackDown brand at WrestleMania. He's going to win. And if he doesn't win, it's going to be a fuck finish from Randy Orton. Ah, see, I like that idea. That's the only way this could go. That I like. Because, you know, they will always have beef. Even though they were a great tag team together, they're always going to have beef. Rated RKO. Yep. But, as we know, the winner's share of the purse is a lot bigger. You get more money, more more life. That is true. Win the match or you're competing for the championship. So That is true. Uh, anyways, moving along, we've got the um, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, and uh, we all know that Nia Snacks oh, yes. and Shania Twain pick up the victory <laughs> because you know what? All the food goes in Nia Jax's plate. Nobody eats at her table. You know what I'm saying? You got her partner who doesn't need it. You just give her a barbell and she's good to go. Do some squats. Bam. She'll knock you out in a heartbeat. Not even think twice about it. And laugh. And laugh. Let's speak of some laughs. You ready for some laughs? Oh, of course. John Morrison <laughs> and picked up that win earlier so he can get in that triple threat match, which yes. involves Riddle. Dropped his first name. He's just Riddle now. Oh, God. And Bobby Lashley. Oh, good old Bobby. Who has the, the U.S. title? Yes. Yes. And not no more because Matt Riddle, bro, has it. I, the, there's no words. There's no, I, actually there are words. Jim, you have actually explained freaking Matt Riddle a hundred freaking percent. I don't, I don't even understand. I don't, I don't get it. Him and his freaking goddamn tidy whities and no damn shoes and looking like a freaking reject from freaking Tarzan. Like what, why, why? That's just why. Because bro. Everybody gets a laugh when Matt Riddle's around, bro. I get nauseous and heartburn. Bro. <laughs> no, not bro. <laughs> nauseous. I like that word, bro. <laughs> Give me a belt and let's make everybody nauseous, you bro. Know, now I'm just throwing up in my stomach and in my stomach's stomach and within my stomach's stomach's stomach. Well, it's part of ego death. Which is a hallucinogenic experience <laughs> Experience when you uh, eat those mushrooms that the phenomenal one has tattooed on the side of him. Hey, I'd leave his mushrooms alone. <laughs> We're talking about Matt Riddle. He's got a big old mushroom tattooed on him. He's, he's still in a psilocybin trip. Oh, my God. So just let him come back. Is when he, he in a coma so when he wakes up he won't really have the belt? No, the fiend let him in. Or he let the fiend in, however that works. Where is the fiend? Whose mind is he in that? He's out there. He's in our mind. I'm telling you, this is whole, this whole bullshit. No fans in the arena, Thunderdome. <laughs> that's what happens when we let Bray Wyatt in our brains. He clears everybody out. He clears, and then Matt Riddle becomes the champion. Oh my god! Exactly. You, exactly. And and he's got the the bro Derek. And then you know he got it. A Morrison. He didn't even beat Bobby Lashley. He beat Morrison, so Morrison comes in as the fall guy. The fact that Bobby Lashley didn't smush both of them out like a freaking bug is just ridiculous. I'm sorry. Ridiculous. He could easily knock them both out, Three Stooges style, with one hand while he's sleeping. You think so? I believe it, 100%. 
Well, speaking of knocking people out 100%, we've got another Elimination Chamber match. This is the Raw Elimination Chamber match, the WWE title. Sheamus versus Randy Orton. Who's going to that place? And <laughs> Kofi Kingston, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, and Drew McIntyre, the champion. Drew McIntyre. He picks up the win. Drew. Of course he does. Well, you know, Drew has to win, right? I don't like him, but I'll give him a pass because he has some kind of freaking Irish or Scottish of freaking d- descent in him than I do, so I can whatever. But I don't like him as a champion. I think someone needs to get rid of him. And he looks completely different than what he did before. Girl, you are sexual chocolate. <laughs> I do not understand <laughs> how you have any Scottish or Irish anywhere in your bloodline. Dude, I'm telling you, my mom's maiden name is Fleming. Yeah. Fleming. Fleming. Flemish? Yep. <laughs> so huh. I, 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 I'd represent that's great, but I don't think he should be there. He should be honestly in the bag training people to just be ridiculous. Well, it would make you feel a little bit better that in order to pick up this win in the Elimination Chamber, he had to destroy AJ Styles. Oh, so AJ, AJ. AJ laid down, Drew goes over, and the action isn't done there. Hold on, because out comes Bobby Lashley. Upset because he lost his belt. Upset because not only did he lose his belt, old Johnny Mundo got pinned <laughs> with a bro Derek. Yeah, he didn't get pinned, so yeah, I can understand why he'd be upset. So he's, you know, he lays out Drew McIntyre and. <laughs> <coughs> not upset by that at all. Like, no. Well, you might be upset with what happens next. Oh, poop. Because it's not Jimmy Superfly Snooker's money in the bank briefcase. Oh, no, it's Mike Mizanin. Oh, my The Miz. Awesome. Oh, dear God. Oh, no. Comes out with his briefcase. You know, the one that he finangled out of. Otis. Yeah. Otis. Cookies and sex and sex and cookies. No, now that, oh, that, yeah. that's another name that should be erased. Oh, yeah. Going back on the erase list, Otis should go on there. I'm 100 freaking percent. That, no. Well, he's got a little bit of the macho man in him. Mm-hmm. He's talking about the cookies. Mm-hmm. He says the, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at the macho man like that? You know, <laughs> macho man is gone and just sadly But dark. I got a gut now. Huh? <laughs> That's not even a gut. What I don't even know what you call that. A gut like sticks out. That thing is like round and flat, but still big. I don't even know what that's called. He's hiding snacks in there. Oh, that's where Nia's keeping her snacks at. In Otis's gut. <laughs> yeah. His little gut piece. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> that's something to think about. That's almost as bad as the Miz becoming champion because that's what oh happened God. when he came in with Otis's briefcase. How in the- and cashed it in. And, and of that, course, freaking, he's already beat up because Bobby Lashley decided to freaking wipe him. Like, they set that up. There has to be a setup. Of course it's a setup. John Morrison laid down. Yep, that's a, that is a setup. For, for old bro Derek to take the win to anger Bobby Lashley. Which, come on. So Bobby Lashley would go out there and destroy Drew McIntyre. Why didn't he just destroy bro? Like, Because bro wasn't out there. Bro's got the him. wrong belt. This isn't going to cash it in to win that belt. But I mean, like, Bobby Lashley's upset because he lost his belt to Bro, so destroy Bro. Why do you need to go to a different freaking belt and destroy that person? Well, because that's the hurt business. <laughs> his feelings were hurt. Which is none of your business. Oh it's the God. hurt business. That could be my business. I'm sure I could hurt somebody. I'm sure there's a deeper story there. <laughs> I'm guessing because of the marvelous product that the WWE puts out there, Peacock. And yeah, exactly. I'm sure that this is going to just flow. The continuity in the product is going to be there. and We're all going to be pleased at the results of <laughs> tomorrow Am I in a coma? <laughs> Possibly. I don't think we're all going to be pleased. There's no damn way. None. Mm-hmm. But we're going to... We're all going to relish in the fact that Bobby Lashley laid out Drew McIntyre and that Drew McIntyre has uh, put his own little spin on losing. Now see that? I, I like the Bobby Lashley part. That I do. Drew McIntyre, I, like I said, he's But Drew train. loses in style, okay? How does he lose in style? Because every time he loses, it's in style. No, every time he loses, I cheer, yay, and then I freaking change the channel. That's not in style. 
Okay. <laughs> Drew, if you're listening, buddy, I'm trying really hard to put you over. I don't know what's going on. It's not going to work. It's a tough crowd. Tough crowd for Drew McIntyre because you know what? There has to at least be a crowd to be a tough crowd. It's for a Drew tough McIntyre. crowd. It's a tough Thunderdome crowd. These there LCD screens yeah, yeah, are yeah, just rocking and rolling. I'm telling they're you. They're all frozen. They're all frozen. But it's. It's a bad thing. In my opinion, it's a bad thing when The Miz wins the title. And I'm like, please, now maybe we can get back to the some must-see TV. Yes, exactly. I'd rather watch The Miz. I'm not saying a whole freaking bunch. But that is saying a whole bunch. And you know who's been saying a whole bunch lately is Vince Russo. Oh, yes, he has been. I agree with most of it. I really do. This guy's been on a roll. But you know what? I've been on the Twitter machine. <laughs> is that how the, the, the old guys say it? The Twitter machine? Yes, I'm learning the Twitter machine. I've I had have my no Twitter idea. thumbs out and I can't keep myself calm. <laughs> Vince Russo has been putting out pigeons. Oh, my God. He's been letting the pigeons loose. He's oh, got Melville. No, and he's got no, put those things the back. real Angelina Love. He's got not the fake Angelina Love. He's got the real Angelina Love. And they're letting those pigeons loose, bro. And mm-hmm. I've been seeing it. This jiggly thing that's connected to the spine of it's, Velvet it's only, Sky. It's held together by that first nice stockings. If you didn't have that, it would just be like, I'm, I hate to say it, I really do, I don't want to bash on nobody, but it would be like Flubber. That's that's all I can say. That's, I guess you can say that. That technically I'm a female, yes. So am I allowed to say the same thing? No. Okay, well then allow me <laughs> to be the first male to break that law and step over that boundary and say, look, girl, you need to shake that shit somewhere else in private. Exactly. Until it sweats and works itself out because. Glutes, no. girl, work on your glutes. Do do a fire hydrant, a donkey kick. Super easy. Do some squats. You, you, you can do squats while you're doing your podcast. That easy. Just sit there squatting out. Well, they're, no, they're busy talking about farts. Are you kidding? And look, because check this out, <laughs> Russo and Hameen, the not so great Mephisto, will sit there and talk about the girls and the WWE, talking about bullshit, and then they go hire two bimbos themselves. Yeah, like serious, they don't even make it to talk sense. about farts. That's not why they hired him. Oh come on now, what are you? Those girls are wholesome Christians. They don't do that sort of thing. Yeah, so are the young bucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, oh wait, no, just no, one of them doesn't do them. those things. Road Warrior Buck puts nobody over, okay? <laughs> Balding Buck, oh, maybe. But the Road exactly. Warrior There's Buck. There's a reason he's bald, you know? I mean, the hair had to get pulled out somehow, right? Matt Jackson puts nobody over. Nick Jackson, he will work with you. <laughs> He'll help you out, Adam Cole. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh my! If you know, you know, and if you don't know, you don't know. You don't want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> you don't want to be invited to that circle. Yeah. So on that note, I think we're going to wrap things up now for this week of the Street Theater. And every week, I like to express my gratitude for everybody stopping by and pressing play and checking this thing out. Sorry and if anyone got offended. Yeah, you know, we'll we're probably reel this thing in and be a little less offensive, or. <laughs> Or we'll go completely against the grain, complete heel turn, and we will fucking offend everybody that we can. Yes. I don't know what the hell I just said. <laughs> this is, I'm telling you, I have CTE. Like, I've, I've said it before. You want a life lesson, kids? Don't hit yourself in the head. Don't do it. Just say no. Don't let nobody hit you in the head either. Block. Block it. And if you're in wrestling school. Tuck. Tuck your chin. Don't let people pull moves on you because that happened. I don't know if I ever told you that. Rolling around in Jesse Hernandez's school, this fool tried to give me a pile driver, right? Oh, dear God. But this idiot wasn't strong enough to post with me. I kick up, pile driver position, and he just drops me. Just let go of my waist and everything. It didn't even go down at all. He just stood, stood up straight and just let me drop on my head. That's one of those you meet them in the parking lot, Jim Cornette style, and freaking some stuff gets broken. Well, I went to the parking lot, and I went and played on my drum pad. Worked out my paradiddles. Realized that I could probably take less bumps and make more money doing something else. That is true. That is See, that's being mature about it. That's the way to go. Mine is to not kick someone's ass and then be mature about it. But that's just me, though. I'm more aggressive. 
I guess so. <laughs> Looking back on it, you know, if AJ Styles could do it, I should have just stuck it out and did it. And, you know, maybe forgot what I just said. But Yeah, exactly. Some CTE. Some CTE. But we're going to wrap this thing up. I would like to thank you, Star, for coming through with the sexiness and bringing a female voice to the wrestling podcast and actually knowing what you're talking about. I would like to commend you. I would like to express my gratitude towards you. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm actually very happy to be here as the females and just as me. Okay, and I will tell you that here in the street theater, we have a rule, and that is believe none of what you hear and only half of what you see. Mm -hmm. And we're going to apply that real quick to something. I'm going to think of off the top of my head, Tony Khan. Oh, dear God. Oh, whack-a-mole himself. (laughs) Every time you try to get this guy and cut him a break, he just pops up. Bam, you got to hit him with that mallet again. (laughs) That's why his face looks like that. Okay, so he's out there with his shades on and Impact Wrestling. He's out there cutting promos with Tony Schiavone. I don't believe any of that, but I hear. No. I only believe half of what I see. That's him transitioning. Not transitioning. Whoa, wrong word. Sorry, Gabby. (laughs) Tone Loke is over there transitioning into an on-screen character, and he's using that piss-hank company, Impact Wrestling, to, you know, practice. Yeah. It's his own little fantasy league where he can go out on camera and act like a jackass and not get low, low ratings for the low, low price. (laughs) Oh, that's just not going to end up well. It's just not. I don't know, but you know what's going to end up well? This podcast is going to end up well. Yes, it is. So each and every one of you, you have a good one and take care and love somebody. Yes. Bye.